And we are back, G-Mac and Winnie, coming at you on a feel-good Thursday. Little, uh, little, uh, what, what was the word? What was the wording again? Um, for feeling, uh... Low-key anxiety. Low-level anxiety. Yeah. Uh, thunder and lightning in the house. Thunder and lightning. What is up, G-Mac? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. Um, I know last week we touched on... Uh, shameless ending. You hadn't seen it. Now you have. I have. Uh, spoiler warning is go fuck yourself. You had two weeks now. So yeah, seriously. I mean, there's some people out there that still haven't watched fucking season one. That's on them. Yeah, that's on you. Uh, there was really no other way for it to go. Honestly, I I don't feel. No. Uh, right, right to his end. Frank was Frank. Well, fuck. I thought he was going to be gone after. The attempted overdose. But then I'm like, Frank has pumped so much shit into his body. I like how the kids just put his feet up on the couch and like, fuck it, you're dead. Yeah, let him go. Let him go. He's good. And poor Franny. I'll, I'll tell you who I felt the worst for was Ian. And I'm sorry, not Ian. Liam. Uh, Liam. Well, because Liam actually loved him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny. The fucking note he left that Franny drew on. Yeah. That he finally narrated as he was rising up was hysterical. I'm like, fucking Frank is such a scumbag. <laughs> there was some heartfelt stuff in there. There though. was. The shit that he said about uh, uh, Megs, though, was hysterical. Yeah, you're your mom. Good luck with yeah, that. You're, you're your mom and not in a good way. Right. Good, luck in, good luck in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she he, has a fat ass. He oh knew God. He knew that lip was him. Yeah. Because, now, I think we touched on this one other time. Do you remember back... When Monica died, I think they Frank went into a, a a lapse about how he met her. Yeah, Frank was a good kid going to college and everything. Yeah. She dove in his window naked. Yep, and then he just went on this party adventure with her and, and never, never came, came back. Off. That was it, right? So that is lip like lip is the one that should have been gone. Yeah, you know, um, I I I definitely see some sort of a spinoff coming. I loved. Um, I, I hope so. I don't know what the writer has in store. Uh, the the Frank seeing Fiona, that was, you had to? Yeah. Um, I mean, come on, you kind of came back for one episode. That's what I'm saying. That was kind of shitty. Or if she was, or if she just happened to be walking by. Something. Like her and Jimmy? Yeah. Be walking by yep. with a baby? Like bringing her baby out of the hospital or something? Well, something, anything. What about an awesome way, though, for them to go out as a group with all out fucking with the dude whose Tesla was on fire yeah, yeah. singing the song. And that's what makes me think that Kev and V might not necessarily end up in Kentucky. I think they were going to, because I really think that, uh, the part are, um, shit, the cop, cop, what cop, the cop, the cop guy. Remember the one that had the heart attack? No, what are you talking about? All right, he's sitting on the bar stool with what's his name, the the, the youngest son. 
Not Liam, the one that's older. The one that's the cop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. And they're Carl. Talking, Carl. Carl. With Carl. And the guy's going to buy he, it. The guy, the guy was going to, he said, I have a nest egg. What can you come up with? And then and this he, will be a good cop bar. And then he called Kev over to get the details. So that's kind of where they were going with that, which yeah. was cool. And yeah. Well, you know, your spinoff could be they go there and come back. Absolutely. If, if it wanted to work that way, absolutely. And, and I'm glad it kind of showed how poor white family... Yeah, in the in the mix of uh, the hood. Yeah, and they're getting run out of their own hood. Yeah, I mean, Megs is a loser. She <laughs> fucking hooks up with a car thief, yeah, car convicted jacker. fucking felon, carjacker, whatever, and off she goes with Franny to fucking Texas. Uh, I would watch. Uh, I would watch Ian pro- and Mickey too. That I, would be a good that one. would be my I, Mickey. Mickey has slowly elevated to my favorite character. He is fucking hysterical. Uh, Lip and Carl are always mine. Yeah. But when they're in that fucking that new condo, yeah, <laughs> and and he puts garbage bags over the yeah. windows, and it's too quiet. He had to go home and sleep in the fucking noise. He's and the on the gunshots. top of the bunk bed. Yeah. yeah, he put the headphones on. And you just hear gunshots and cars and shit. Yeah. But at the end, when they're standing outside the alibi. And he's like, uh, you kept saying 21st all day. What the fuck is it? And he's like, it's our anniversary. He's like, hey, hey, all right, cool. He pats him on the shoulder. I'm like, Mickey's a dick. Yeah. But that's something he would do. But then to go right, into like the he, bar right. and have the surprise party, right. that was awesome. Yeah, that, see, it's it's hard to say. We haven't gone back. today. Today's GMAC throwback will tie all this in. Okay. So we'll, we'll, re, we'll revisit this all right. at the end. Uh, we might as well move on to time for a very special sports report. Ian, you fuck. You fuck. Uh, this week, uh, Yankees suck. Fucking terrible. Mets are getting good starting pitching. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's, NFL draft is this week. Yep. We, we're going to, that's our sports. It's stuff. been all over the, the radar with, if you watch MLB, there's been teams that have gone on six-game losing streaks and six-game and six game winning streaks already. Everybody's streaky right now. The weather has a lot Not to strokey, do with it. Not strokey, streaky. Streaky. <laughs> the weather has a lot to do with it, and COVID's fucking up the schedule. Yeah, I don't know. Just fucking play the games by now. You got yeah. a 40... They got a 40-man roster. Somebody's out, fucking move and bring yeah, the next California guy in. And, they uh, might even beefed it up even more than 40-man. The Angels and the fucking Twins missed the whole weekend because they're doing fucking contact tracing. I said, like, come on. Come on, man. Uh, Jay Bruce just retired after a game. He's like, yeah, I'm done. He sucks. And he had listen, a, he I've had said this to you in another sport. Pitching. If you make it to that level, you do not suck. No. And he was not. He did not suck. No, he had a good career. To last 14, I, I 15 back. years. I take it back. He had a he's, good career. He's older. His he's bat done. speed ain't what it is. Yeah, he's done. And I think he knows. And it's probably not fun when you're on a losing team. If they're winning, he probably hangs it out. Yeah, and I mean, really, if Voight's due to come back off the DL, I think mid-May, yeah. um, his playing time is going to go way down anyway. So yep. uh, to be a guy that's 38 sitting on the bench, who the hell knows? I, I would want to do it. Right. Uh, this pains me to even fucking say Jake Paul wins that fight over the weekend. I, it looks like it looks so some some part of it. Listen, in MMA, you get knocked down, you you got to fight. You're, it's not a knockout. They 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 got to keep going, right? Yeah. So, you know, Ben Askren gets absolutely gets crushed with a right hand. He goes down. He pops right back up on within two count. And then the ref turns around. He's like, "Well, he's got no left." Dude, he's a fucking wrestler. He just had his hip redone. He's not going to come around spry. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like they wave it off and you're like, was it fixed? How was it fixed? Yo, you, you want to fight an, a UFC fighter? Get in the octagon, dick. You wrestled in high school and college. So come in in our world. All these like celebrity fights. Now. I want to see one of the Diaz brothers smack that fucking punk well, around. He, he just runs his fucking mouth and it's, it, it wouldn't be good for him. But to see all these like YouTubers now all of a sudden are relevant and they want to hop on and, and hop in the hop in the ring, hop in the octagon. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying for that shit. I'm not, but they're I, but I here's the thing. If it was That's, on a regular fight card with a good main event, I don't have an issue. Yeah, yeah, but we're not you we're not YouTubers like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like their their world did pay for it. Yeah, they're huge and they're so, world you're so, right. So hey, I I don't fault the guy. No, make your money. But don't go and get a 38-year-old or a 40-year-old guy who just had hip surgery and was never known for his striking. Yeah. You want to challenge yourself and talk shit. Get somebody that can actually punch. Who beat up Jose Canseco? Wasn't that a kid from Barstool? Yeah, a kid from Barstool. You know, and, and listen, this is this is where it's a two-way street here a little bit. There's guys that are starting to say, hey, just because you're a pro athlete, fuck you. You know, like, I, 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 can, I can do it. You know, and... I don't know. It's just it's just those things. You know what I mean? Like people, since you were in kindergarten, my dad can beat up your dad. Oh yeah, well, well yeah. yeah, I can run faster than you or whatever. Just because you're a pro athlete doesn't mean you can fight. In How every, many baseball yeah. fights? It's more pushing than anything. Yep. You know, but I'm sure there's some bad dudes out there like Roger Clemens. Well, listen, look at the guys that tried boxing from the pro sports world and sucked at it. Yeah. Mark Astino was terrible. Lonzo Highsmith was terrible. Right, but then you get Brock Lesnar, who goes in the UFC and becomes heavyweight champion. And Herschel Walker, who, who was really good. At an advanced age, did yeah. fairly well for himself. So, yeah, yeah, maybe, I mean, depends on the guy. I think it's fast twitch muscles versus, you know what I mean? I think yeah. you got to have a chin on you, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he won. Joe Buck is going to be the host after of Jeopardy after uh, Aaron Rodgers' or Rogers less than stellar appearance. Joe Buck. Joe Buck's going to go. Yeah, I think they're just trying different people. Oh, my God. Uh, I honestly think you need a no name and let the guy build himself. I don't understand. Why not just go with a comedian? They, they tend to work no. the best. Joe Buck drains yeah, the but, fucking life out of me on baseball. Comedian games. works in prices, right? Comedian works maybe for Pat Sajak. For Alex Trebek, I think you need somebody a little more serious. Wouldn't it be awesome if Will Farrell took it? Oh, Jesus. Being as that he... Did Alex yeah. Trebek so well? Or at least for a week. Yeah, you know? as it, it, it would be appropriate. Uh, and then the last thing I got out of sports is uh, Alex Bowman wins the NASCAR race. He's in the Jimmy Johnson car. That car hasn't won a race since 2017. Damn. Since Jimmy Johnson's last race in 2017. And is that was, a different winner? It was 2017. There hasn't been a repeat winner yet, right? Yeah, there's one, Truex. Oh, Truex won two. Okay. Yep. And John Hunter Nemechek wins his second truck race. Second time beating Kyle Busch. That's Joe's son? Yeah, yep, okay. yep. But that's big because Kyle Busch was almost automatic in the trucks. Damn. Stuart Friesen got 13th All right. in that same race. He came back. Yeah, he got tangled up, and then he came back. Um, that's all I got for sports. You got anything else? Nah. It's... This weekend's the draft. We're going to get into that in a minute yeah. here uh, with our own personal uh, stuff that we decided for top five. Our own personal misery. Miseries. <laughs> well, no, not necessarily. I don't have misery. I have a lot of misery. I yeah. mean, get, you're going to... Your your top five and my top five are going to be starch different. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're all good, they're all good players, and it's from our lifetime on. Yeah, and you're yeah. talking all good players, but all yours are going to be fucking Hall of Famers, and mine are not going to be. 
Oh, dude, I messed up. What'd you do? One of them was just before my birth date. Ah, we'll let it rock. Yeah, just by accident. All right, so here we go. This week's top five, the top five first round draft picks since you've been born by your favorite team. Mine being the Cowboys. The Jets. And Highlands being the Jets. Uh, And then two complete F-ups that they missed. Yes. All right, so I'll go first. I I went with three because one just couldn't be ignored. Oh, and then if you can, who you think they should draft in a first. Give me two picks you think the Jets should Obviously, you're number two overall. Yeah. Uh, who you think they should pick? And then somebody later you think they should try and get. Okay. Um, Just give me one second here. I got to write down. I definitely know who my... Okay. I know who they both are. Okay, I'm good. All right, so my number five, and this is the one I messed up on. Taking number one overall in 1974. Okay. Ed Tutal Jones, three-time NFC champ. Uh, Super Bowl winner. Yeah, tough to argue, man. He was fucking dominant. What year did they start calculating sacks? 80? It was after he was done almost. It was LT. Yeah. The LT era. Or Gastineau. Yeah, nah, LT came in a few years before Gastineau. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but didn't Gastineau would have had the record if they would have counted him back at that time? It could have been. Um Again, a Hall of Famer. You and this is the start this is the the tale of two franchises. We have uh three Hall of Famers, maybe. One's a coach and two players, and then yep. you guys have a shit ton. Uh my number five, number three in the nineteen eighty one NFL draft from UCLA, Freeman McNeil. Good running back. Three time pro bowler. Yeah, good running not, back. Not a bad he led the NFL in rushing in eighty two, which was a strike shortened year. He had seven hundred yards, seven like seven eighty. And then a two-time thousand-yard guy, back-to-back, 84-85. A solid running back. Yep. Uh, Number four, the number two overall pick in 1977, Tony Dorsett. (laughs) Super Bowl champion, only player in history to win the Super Bowl championship the year after winning the college football championship. That's awesome. Was he a Heisman finalist? He had to be out of pit. I would imagine so. Uh, number four for me, uh, number 10. Another Hall of Famer, too, Dorsett. Oh, yeah. Uh, number number 10 in the 85 draft, Al, out of Wisconsin, who you love, Al Toon. He was a good, he was a very good receiver. Him and Wesley Walker. One of the first. Side by side. Yeah, one of the first uh, concussion cases that was public. I mean, he they ended yeah. his career very prematurely. Didn't he have a son that played in the NFL yes, a little bit? Yes, with the uh, Titans. Yeah. Well, he was a corner. Or uh, no, it was wide out it as was well. Was he wide out? Yep. Uh, number three. Number 11 overall, 1988. Out of the U, Hall of Famer, Michael Irvin. Three-time Super Bowl champ. What can you say? You know where two and one are going. Yeah. Yeah, what can you say about him? I mean, it, we're only going from our lifetime. If you went, if right. you wanted to go back. And you've got Hall of Famers that aren't even on that won't even be on your list. I don't one yeah. The guys like Larry Allen and it wasn't number one. Wasn't a number one, wasn't a first round pick, but uh number three for me, probably a Hall of Famer. Uh number four in two thousand six to Brickshaw Ferguson. Yes, probably will be a Hall of Famer. He, he was, was definitely a dominant left tackle for a decade. Yep. Three yeah, time no, pro bowler. Yep. Very good. 
Uh, number two for me, 1990 17th overall pick. Uh, I think he ended up being a league MVP at one point. Three-time Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP, Emmett Smith. What else are you going to say? Yeah. The, the All-time leading rushing. Conceivably champion. the best player on one of the best teams in the 90s. Yep. Uh, my number two, number one pick in the 96 draft out of USC, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, and he played in, in an era in New York where there wasn't really the quarterback to do what they needed done. No, no. He was a two-time pro bowler with the Jets, two-time 1,000-yard guy with the Jets, and then went on to have a very good career elsewhere, Tampa Bay, Carolina. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And my number one, uh, number one overall, 1989, Super Bowl MVP, Hall of Famer, uh, a guy I think gets shit on in terms of when you talk about some of the greats of all time. Uh, Troy Aikman. What can you say? Everybody likes to say, oh, he had a running back. Oh, he had Irvin. Oh, he had that line. He also had nine concussions. Yeah. All he the- also got smoked out of his boots. People always forget. You say he had the greatest line on the planet, but you also remember people going, that dude's been hit more than Troy Aikman. So which is it? Yeah. And let's just say any Super Bowl team has those components. Yes. You don't get there without them. So right. you can't you can't shit on a guy because... Well before him, they stockpiled draft picks and drafted correctly and had a great head coach. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, my number one, also a quarterback, my personal favorite Jet quarterback, up until Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the number 24 pick. Number seven. The number 24 pick in the 1983 draft. Number seven, Ken O'Brien. Pat Ryan was better. Number 10. Fuck Pat Ryan. <laughs> that could be a double. Yeah, uh, Kenny O'Brien had a very good career. You're a stat guy. Uh, It's just who they passed up to get him. Again, Kenny was a three-time Pro Bowler himself. Um, This reading, looking at the draft results, they passed up one. The other guys had already been taken before him. Right. But there were Hall of Famers taking after him at many positions. So it's like uh, they needed a quarterback. Richard Todd was done. Pat Ryan was Pat Ryan. He's a good backup, but not not your not your every down guy. So they took Kenny, and he, had, he for a few years. Listen, people forget he took them to an AFC Championship game his second year. Yeah, and not for nothing. And his fucking battles with Dan Marino <clears throat> were epic. Yeah, and I think the Dolphins were stacked better. They had Super Duper and uh, Mark Clayton, Mark Clayton. Duper, uh, <clears throat> decent. Run- eh. Very comparable teams. I think that's why it was fun. They were always fun to watch. But uh, yeah, not bad. All right, so my two that I missed. So I'll go to my two that they they missed, and it's and more recently, 2012, the Cowboys with six overall pick go out and get Maurice Claiborne, a cornerback. In the first round, they missed Dante Hightower, linebacker, defensive end Chandler Jones, and linebacker Luke Keekley. Yeah. And in 2017, the 18th overall pick. You're shaking your head. They take Taco Charlton from Michigan. Is he on the team anymore? Two picks later, TJ Watt gets chosen. Wow. And just down the board a little bit, and then it went into the second round, Juju. They missed out on Juju. Oh, shit. Now, if you go and get Juju there, you don't need to bring in Amari Cooper. No. Not at all. Right? 
Yeah. No, and he's on his rookie contract. Yeah, it's a whole whole different spin. Dak has that weapon right. a couple of years sooner. Right, and you didn't give up other it's you start to see how the dominoes fall. Yeah. Uh the Jets I had three. One of them, the honorable mention, we already talked about it. Eighty three draft. They took Kenny at twenty four. Dan Marino won at twenty seven. Yep. The Hall of Famer. That was you know what though? And the thing with Dan Marino was he had something attached to him, right? Didn't he have a cocaine story or something attached to him in the eighties? He had some kind of who Marino? problem. Marino had Mar- some kind of problem. Yeah, there were issues. There was an issue that people stayed away from him. Yep, that's why he dropped so far. There I don't think it was attitude. I thought he got in trouble doing something. It, it could be. Uh, we'll have to look at that and we'll revisit. Uh, the number eight, the nineteen eighty draft, the Jets took Johnny Lamb Jones, number two, who was like who was Olympic sprinter speed. He he qualified at the Olympics. Right. Um, couldn't catch a fucking cold. Uh, they took him at two. Anthony Munoz went at three. Hall of Fame tackle and Hall of Fame wide receiver and all-time leading pass catcher in the NFL for a long time. Art Monk went at eighteen. Right. Yeah. And then nineteen ninety. This is <laughs> the worst one of all. They took Blair Thomas at two. Oh. Junior, Lost. Junior Seau went at five, and Emmett went at 17. And Cortez Kennedy went at three. And Blair Thomas, wasn't he the running back from uh, Penn, State. Uh, Penn State? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Dude, terrible. very rarely do Big Ten running backs make it long term. Yeah. Like you go Ron Dane, didn't do much. Kijana Carter, another Penn State Kijana product. Car- not for nothing, Barkley, he's been hurt. Not that the kid's not... Talented, oh, I'm just stud. saying. Yeah, but he's but, but he's been hurt, hurt, hurt. hurt. Yep. Like because he doesn't, he would do good in Pittsburgh. Like where, that's your offense. Yes, not the side to side catch out of the backfield stuff. All right, and then this year's draft, everybody's high on this. Uh, what what's the tight end there out of uh, out of Florida that everybody wants? Pitts, Ooh. Pitts. Okay. Everybody in the Cowboys like they need to trade up and get him. We have two good. Well, they the Cowboys have two good tight ends. They have Blake Jarwin, who got hurt last year, and then Schultz uh, stepped up, and he played awesome. So why would you go get another tight end? You got two really good ones on the thing. And if you got too much offense, you know that ends up being no good. No. I say you go and get Patrick Sertain, the cornerback out of Alabama. He's like a can't miss. And then later in the draft somewhere, you go and get Sam Ellinger from Texas as your backup quarterback. When you have too many offensive weapons... Then you start turns getting, into uh, a shit show. Well, yeah, you start getting well. When am I getting my touches? Yeah, so it's bound to happen. Yeah, yep. Uh, who were your two picks for the Cowboys? That was Patrick oh, Sertain. Okay, Sertain, and then Sam Ellinger later in the. He's the quarterback out of Texas. Okay, later, like third round. He's a quarter quarterback Q- QB? QB. Okay, yeah. Why not? It doesn't hurt. Well, and because he's a running throwing quarterback, so he gives you. I I'm a firm believer in Dak gets hurt last year, Andy. Dalton comes in and does okay. But why not have another version of the same quarterback? He steps in. If you're a dual threat, same way. Yes. if you're a dual threat, stay with the dual threat kind yep. of guy. So I'm going to go, uh, obviously, I've been saying it all along. I want Zach Wilson. Yep. Uh, and Najee Harris. The running back out of Alabama. Yep. Could possibly slip to round two. At that point, that would be their third pick, I think. Would oh, why? The Jets got another... They have two, two first two, two first, first rounders, yeah. So you're gonna go and get a lineman. I with would the other hope first? they would go and get. There's yeah. a. They're looking at a couple right tackles. 
And then uh, Najee Harris, they need a dynamic playmaker in the backfield. They haven't had one since Curtis Martin. Yeah. All right, so that's our, our uh, lined up for this week's draft. We'll see what happens. I think Thursday night is round one. Usually, yeah, and then they'll go Friday round two, and then the weekend just... I think just Saturday is round three, four, five, six, whatever they just. You'll go right on through with the. They, I think it's seven rounds total. And right? they cut them, yeah. And they cut the they cut it down to like a the minute thirty down, between yeah. rounds, I think. Which is, I mean, rightfully so because, could you imagine somebody trades and gets Jacksonville out of there? Wow. Does I mean, everybody's saying you know Trevor Lawrence at one, but Urban Meyer is an Ohio State guy. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Then what do you do if you're the Jets and Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson fall to you? What do you do? Uh, I still go to Zach Wilson. There's something about Trevor Lawrence that just just does not set right with me. Here's the thing about Zach. Somebody, a quarterback guru, just recently said they believe Zach Wilson will be the best when it's all said and done. Out of this draft Out of this group. Oh, so we'll see. All right, and we're going to move on to our new segment this week. Dear Outlaws. Mount up. Mount up. Uh, yeah, we asked our fans and friends and whoever to send us some questions and we'll pick some. Uh, there's a wide variety here. Uh, cool. We got uh, five questions total. Okay. That that I picked. There's There was a couple more, but we got to keep a stock ready yeah. for, for others. Um, let me just check one more quick round, make sure nobody submitted any late ones because I told them they had till eight today. All right. Question one. What would you do to establish dominance if you had to live in a retirement community? G from Bad Council. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Establish dominance in a retirement community. Now I'm thinking like one of those 55 and older. You live in the, you know, like. I'm not thinking like. Uh, are you thinking like Tembrook Commons? I'm kind thinking of thing? Tembrook. I'm thinking like one of those housing spots. We'll, we'll go both. Let's. We'll answer All right. Both. So so if I live in a community like a regular community, yeah, like a 55 and up. Yeah, and I'm a single guy. I'm putting the flamingo fucking mailbox out there with the white rocks around it. Yeah. That's the sign for a swinger. And I'm a and I'm a single dick. So then all these dudes are all bent because like here I am the single guy. It's just gonna be why you know, you got you got to you got to raise the flagpole like fuck you guys. Yeah, I mean you've got to keep your and I probably have a golf cart that smokes the tires off of it. Yeah, yeah. If, if you've got a golf cart community, that's mandatory. Um, it's got to be tricked out. Uh, you got to have a nice car that has to be maintained at all times, parked out front, and uh, the pink flamingo don't hurt. That's for sure. Especially if you're a single guy, <laughs> but if you've if you are of relatively good physical shape, most of these communities have like a like a community pool like gathering or a pool. Yeah, yeah, tan as fuck, shirt off, being the the least flabby skinned guy at the pool, and stuff your and, and stuff your bathing suit. What is yeah hurt? yeah why not have a cock sock? That's it. Know? Or if you're in really good shape, you just go down there with a cock sock. <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's it now if you're if you're in a like a timber commons which people who listen is like a uh like a later in life yeah it's it's a later later center in life. where they yeah. they actually get medical care and stuff like that 
Uh, I think just be able to walk around and you're the guy. Oh, if you could walk around <laughs> without a walker? Without a walker? Yeah. Straight up grill, mean mugging people. Yeah. If you are wheelchair bound, I'm fucking checking people, bumping yeah. them, rubbing, rubbing some rubber. Just, yeah, just the normal shit like you would do to like kind of say, yeah. I'm the guy. Yeah. And you have to own your table. Yeah. At the, uh, in the dining hall. Yeah. You select your table. Select. I will go one better. Okay. I will use a portion of my allowable income each month yep. to hire like the hottest chicks to come in and have dinner with me. <laughs> <laughs> just random shit. Just random. Just to say, Oh my God, what's up with that? Cause if young chicks are coming in and they're all like touching all over you and stuff, then yep. the other chicks and the other people there are going to think you're the guy. Or if the other people at the table are eating whatever, this place provides, and you're having DoorDash drop off good shit two, three nights a week. Yeah, you're definitely flo- you're balling there, yep. so you're gonna run it. All right, that's question one. Question two. I listened to dropping the hammer and heard G Mac mention an accident, changed his voice, but never he never elaborated. What exactly happened, Sam in Middletown? Uh, did we talk about this? Yes, you told me. Oh, I told you in you told me when in we New to, Paul's. You told me when no, you told me when we went to uh Eastern States. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I'm trying to think of like when the hell I talked about this. And I think I just talked about it quickly with Cougar. So I'm glad somebody's listening to both shows. Yeah. Uh two thousand one, I get a brand new racing helmet. Every year I'd have a what they call a skirt, a helmet skirt, it hangs down. Keep kind of keeps dust from coming up under your helmet, whatnot. But it also helps when there's rocks. And in 2001, coming off turn four in Middletown, brand new helmet, never put the skirt on it, never transferred it over yet. Fucking rock, probably like the size of a 50-cent piece, hit me in the left side of my throat. I couldn't talk. My voice was like kind of shot for like three weeks. When it came back, it's been like this scratchy off. Very occasionally, I'll be really tired and I'll hear my real voice. Like and, what I had. Yeah, and people don't realize there aren't windshields. No, it's an open cockpit car. Cars, so, yes. And it wasn't a round rock. Because the reason I knew was because it sat right in between my seatbelts. Oh, it, it hit yeah, you it and hit then dropped? Yeah, it hit me and dropped in, into, like, into my seatbelts. And it was pointy, and it caught me right on the left side of my... Uh, right, right, like right here. Were you instantly like... <clears throat> oh, I drove with my hand on my throat for the last three laps. Fuck. Yeah, and then I got in, and uh, my voice was fucked for like three weeks, where I was like talking like this. And what'd, then you, it, what'd you finish? Eleventh uh, okay. that night. It was a uh, was it here? No, it was a heat race. I, I qualified for the main. I finished eleventh in that feature, but uh, I think I qualified third that day. But uh, yeah, so from that point on, my my voice has that like scratchy, never super clear. That's why, and from that point on. <clears throat> That's happening. Always clearing his throat. Yep. Yep. So that was number two. Number three, given a chance at $10 million, would you last longer with Mike Tyson or Mia Khalifa? And that is Richie out of Brooklyn. Oh, Tyson. (laughs) Tyson. I'm not even, I'm touching the zipper and it's over. (laughs) Mia Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, I picked Tyson too, but for different reasons. I don't think I could get hard with him. Uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could get hard with Tyson. Uh, I was with pitch- her. I was picturing uh, him boxing uh, him. him in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was a hit fighting him. 
and banging her? I don't know. It's, if I can cover my fucking... I'm at a point in time where if I don't have Blue Chew, Tyson's going to win because it ain't going to go anywhere with her. <laughs> if I can cover up just long enough, yeah, I, I'm going with Iron, Iron Mike. <laughs> That's a really good question. That is a good That's question. That's a good question. Uh, that was a funny one. Uh, but I'm still saying. <laughs> I don't know if I can get hard for Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got to go to the phone for this one. Come on, Z-Mac. Yeah. Or should have been like, too bad it wasn't Mr. T. Hey, boy. <laughs> uh, there's two more, so I'll, I'll do the shorter one first. Uh, do guys consider what a girl's job is and judge them by their job? Hmm. You know, like, uh, I, I, I'd be, I'd, I'd be, I'd be lying if I didn't say we were shallow enough to not say yes. Like I feel men are intimidated when a woman has a powerful job or makes more money than them in a, in a, in a way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, it, it's it's like a base salary. My wife, uh, we're about even right now. Um, right, but if your wife was like the mayor, and she's, you know what I mean, like, yeah, or like the fucking senator, you're kind of like, you're just, yeah, you're just that guy. You're just the guy, or. You know, like how many normal men can handle their wife being a movie star or a, a you know, someone famous? That's a whole different ball of wax. You know, because you're just you're always you know you don't measure up to Tom Cruise. I mean, I'm taller than Tom Cruise, but he's Tom Cruise, so yeah. she's in a movie with him. Us us peons think they all bang each other. Yeah, you're right. Um, or and then you've got the other side of that whole thing too. Is if you have a great job and say listen say we were pat mcafee or we were barstool right and are you gonna date a girl that works at quick check no because you'd give her a job with you if you had that kind of money around you know no i no, i do know what you're saying like it's almost like are you, for for whatever because some, for, some dickhead would come up to you and say why the fuck are you dating so far below your class or, you know? Yeah. And it and doesn't matter. It really shouldn't it matter. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Uh, Should it matter? No. No. Does but, it at times? Yeah. yeah there, we we but would there all is, be remiss there, if we didn't say yes. You're 100% right. There are times that I've, in my life, have dated somebody and there's just not, like, great looking girl, 10 cent brain. Yeah. And you're like, when does this stop? being attractive just because it's sex or whatever. What do you have? And, and then what do you have? Like, what do you like? What's the conversation like? Yeah. And then furthermore, do, do you have kids with this person? <laughs> like, yeah, they're fucking, an, they're an airhead. Like, so at some, and, and what makes what, what's even worse. If you're a lady that listens to the show, what's even worse is if you are a smart woman, but you play dumb. Yeah, I've the, seen them, and that—that that is the, not that's even worse. Totally unattractive to me. Men definitely think about it. Like the, ex- I'll give, I think the older you get, the more you think about it. It could be the like, the exception I'll give you is, say you are at, um, an event or at the or at the gym or, yep. and you meet somebody, you strike up a conversation. The conversation leads to a date. 
And you don't really find out more about that person until after you've gone out on a date or two or three. Right. Um, it might be less intimidating or less judgmental the way you met that person. Or as opposed to, hey, George, I've got this uh, female friend of mine who was, you know, single. If you're interested, I'll hook you guys up. And now you already know what she does because we talk. And then right. you go in with a preconceived notion of what this person is going to be like. It's going to be different. Yeah, 100%. And and I think, again, as I said, I think the older you get, the more that starts to matter. Because you're like, uh, you know, if somebody's like married to their career. Well, if you're married to your career and you're young and you feel like you got a lot of time left in life, that's yeah. different. If you're our age and you're starting over and somebody's working 80 hours a week, you're kind of like, I'm not even going to... And I think this goes both ways. Sure. I'm not going to invest it because I'm never going to see the person. Yeah. So... Yep, your stage in life will... You're right. Yeah. Will definitely impact how you view things. Yeah. So... And then if you got big tits and a nice smile, you kind of wave all that way. <laughs> so short, short form answer, yes. Long form answer, um, there's a lot of gray that goes around that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But funny people always get an extra. If you're funny, if you're if you're cute and funny, you got an in. Yeah. You can make them laugh, you got an in. That's right. All right, and then our last one, which is a pretty long one. Uh, the last one is a very a very uh, sophisticated question here. I'm the proud father of three, two boys, age two and twelve. One girl, or two and thirteen. One girl, age twelve, going on twenty six. Recently, I experienced an issue with my daughter where she did not acknowledge or return my text while it was the part of the week where she spends at her mom's house. This was not the first instance, nor the first time I addressed it. Rather than simply apologizing. My dear sweet angel decided to swim out to the deep waters of lying about her phone, claiming she hadn't used it in the window of time from when I attempted to contact her. From when I attempted to contact her. As they say, the cover-up is often worse than the crime. So my question is, is this battle worth waging? Do I simply suspend her phone privileges for a week or a month or such? It is the lying and the misguided illusion, misguided illusion that she was... that. Hold on. I lost my part. <laughs> it, it it split on the screen here. It is the lying and the misguided illusion she has that my dear sweet demon daughter believes her father to be some scattered brain oaf whom she can outwit and manipulate at leisure, almost for sport. That is what's irking me. Is it time to remind this half-measured tween of the forces she's dealing with is it time to remove the mask and reveal the OG that lays simmering beneath the surface? <laughs> uh, I have, I'm a girl dad. I have two girls. You don't have this answer under your belt. It will your own kids, but you have stepkids. So yes, you do. I firmly believe that all children benefit from a healthy, not violent, Healthy dose of fear of dad. It, when there's a consequence. Uh, I, y- you've known me a long time. Oh, I don't yeah. I don't yell at my kids like that. If I get this loud, that's yelling to them, and yeah. they freak the fuck out. Healthy dose of fear of dad. 
Um, yeah, we've known people. You know, I've known. This isn't the person they asked the question. Yeah, we've known somebody who took their daughter's phone that they bought. Yes, and they got arrested for it. Yes. Because that was her property that was given to her. And even though you paid for it and you paid the bill, they were arrested for like petty fucking theft. Yeah. And because of that, um, as a parent, uh, if you take the phone and the mother and, the, and, and her mom is a willing participant, her mom may just give her her phone for the week that she's over there. If you call her out on her lie and you see she's on Instagram or one of these other things, Snapchat, but she's not answering you, then I think uh, you need to reveal the OG and, and, you know, say, hey, I know who you're playing with, but this is where it's at. Yeah, I think generally... The general Lee. The general Lee. Oh, okay. Generally, what goes on at mom's house... And what goes on at dad's house are two different things. I don't not going to interfere in somebody else's parenting. Right. Um, I think it's it creates derision if you're trying to you know interfere there and they're trying to interfere. But this goes beyond that. Um, right. A simple thing like saying yes when you don't get a text back. Yes, and and I find that extremely fucking annoying. W- yeah. When it does occur, I think it is the you have a conversation with. With said child the first time, don't let it happen again. And then the second time, yeah, OG's coming out. I've already given you the warning. Don't fuck with me. Right, like I told you. Yeah. I'm asking you, and and it seems like a simple thing, like, hey. And what you can do is, like, I know with, you know, my cell service provider, I can go on right now and block services on any phone on my account. I'm not taking their phone. Right. But I can block services now. Does that stop them from using Wi-Fi at the other parent's house? No, it does not. Right, and I think I the, to me it seems like it's a matter of respect. It is like, hey, Dad's asking you a simple question or how your week's going, and you're not responding to me. But instead of just saying, "Oh, Dad, I was I just I didn't respond or I didn't feel like talking," you're acting like now you're lying, saying I never got it. Yeah, and there's ways to know if people got it Listen, or not. If you have an iPhone, unless they turn it off. If I send you a me- if I send a message to another iPhone, it says delivered, and then once Seen, they re- and red, once they whatever. read it, it says red. Right. So you can't bullshit. You can't bullshit technology in that aspect. Right. Um, yes, I, I think it's a conversation the first time, and if it happens again, then you got to step the game up. Yeah. You know, every kid deserves every kid deserves you know the benefit of the doubt one time. And if it becomes a fucking habit, then no. Then yeah, OG's coming out and you do what you got you do what you have to do. Well then and then on top of it, um and to your kids in general, if you allow them to lie about something so small. What else are they lying what, about? What else is what's next? Yeah. And you don't want that relationship. Like I tell my kids, just tell me. It's easier if you just tell me. Yeah. Because you and I, we've had this conversation this week. I say you keep doing the right things, and all these things are going to happen for you. The second that goes away, you lie. You don't. You don't go to school. You're great. Then all this shit gets. Go- then it's gone. Yeah. 
Because like I, you and I have had this conversation. I feel sports keep them out of courts. You know, you want nice shoes, you want this. To me, that's better than paying for for you to be in court or fuck a day. You end up with a drug habit or you end up in a bad spot. If if I gotta keep incentives rolling for you to keep doing the right things, yeah, it's cheaper for me than all the other shit that comes with, especially. The shit we've seen in our lifetime. And listen, just like our, our parents have said to us and definitely grandparents have said to us, you are the company you keep. Absolutely. So if you're hanging out with a bunch of fucking sketchy, questionable characters, you're lumped in there regardless. Yep. Whether you act that way or don't, you are. Yeah. So you give the stern warning this yeah. time and yep. then next time, gloves off. Uh, I thought I think we did pretty good on that. Yeah, not bad. I thought we did pretty good. We sound sound advice, some fun advice. Yeah, not bad. Uh, and then we'll go. And I like the mix of funny, serious, funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. So if you were apprehensive the first time to send us something, we're giving you honest advice. Yeah. Here. Like we said, it, it's going to be to the best of our ability. We might throw some jokes in there, but it's honest advice. Yeah. We'll see what it is. All right. Final segment of the day. It is indeed 2011. <laughs> <laughs> oh, GMAC throwback this week, 2011. We, I've been hammering this home. We're going to find out when this country became a bunch of pussies. It's, we will get the year. We will get there. We're getting there because we're jumping all around. Yeah. Right? Uh, 2011, Shameless started. So... You can't start a show like that in a pussy year. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> no. And the staying power of that show. All right. So went, thought, through, went through pussy. It's gone through pussy and And stayed hard. Yes. The whole way. Uh, 2011, Harry Potter ends. Book series ran its run. Okay. Ran its race. Uh, the, last, the last book finished in uh, July of 2011. Friday Night Lights, the TV show, says goodbye. Damn. Adele rises to fame. And Charlie Sheen has his meltdown and is winning with Tiger Blood. Jesus. Uh, that was a decade ago already. That's uh, crazy. The average house was $267,000. Milk was $1.48. Gas was $3.15 average for the year. Rent was $2,533 for a two-bedroom. Where, the average across like because you got to count big cities yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you're right. You know you're I mean? right. Uh, the average salary was fifty four thousand six hundred seventy three dollars, and the average movie ticket was seven dollars and ninety three cents. Uh, music, Rolling in the Deep, Party Rock Anthem from LMFAO, Jar of Hearts from Christina Perry, and the Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. Almost every song seemed to really be. Adele and LMFAO yeah. that summer. That was that party rock anthem and all that. Yeah, LMFAO, not bad. Never never cared for Adele. Uh, deaths, key deaths in uh, 2011. May 1st, 2011, Osama Bin Laden gets his fucking wig parted. Nice. By uh, Robert O'Neill, SEAL Team 6. Macho Man Randy Savage dies on May 20th. Heart attack crashed into a tree. Yes, he did. 
Uh, that was a decade ago. Uh, movies for that summer, Drive, Warrior, Moneyball, War Horse, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Bridesmaids, Sherlock Holmes, the second one, and The Hangover 2. This was not pussified years. No, but uh, wow. If you look at the difference. N- not great movies. No. and A couple decent ones. I but- think technology had a lot to do with that. The advancement in that last 10 years. We are probably just getting to internet stuff to our phones, maybe. Streaming, Yeah, streaming services were probably just really starting out. At some point, remember, Netflix was an at-home... DVDs coming to you. Yeah, DVDs you get. I didn't even, I didn't even look back. in that. It had to be earlier than that for the Netflix stuff. I remember as early as 05. Getting them Net- coming getting, into mail. Yes. Yeah, yep. Yep, so streaming services are probably starting around that time. Uh, yeah. Well, my dad died in 2014, so 11. Yeah, because he, he loved having Netflix. Like that when you're ill and you're just kind of stuck to watching TV. That was his... His livelihood was yeah. Netflix. That, man, entertainment-wise, that's really down. It compared is. Compared to years we've talked about when you had fucking like five blockbusters coming in in a summer. Yeah. That, I, other than the Drive and Warrior was the like the UFC one. Moneyball. With Kurt Angle. Moneyball with Brad Pitt. I mean, no, no, no. Warrior had uh, the guy who played Bane. There was the two brothers. They fought in like a UFC tournament. Yeah, no, Kurt Angle's in it. Oh, is he? Yep. The uh, uh, Moneyball. I mean, nothing that jumped off the screen no, at you as being money, great. Moneyball and the Hangover Two would probably be the two. And Hangover Two hits. was. I just. This is what made me choose 2011. Yeah. Because they gave no shits in that movie. Oh, none whatsoever. And and I watched uh, Hangover Two the other day. Okay. Oh fuck, dude! I laughed so hard. Do we have uh, sports winners that year? Uh, I. Do not, but I could probably get them. It wasn't the Yankees. Uh, no. their last one was 09. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I dropped the ball on this one. I don't under... It's... Wow. Totally underwhelming for music and for movies that year. Uh, been getting... Been Cardinals won the World Series. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Uh, that wasn't the Giants... Super Bowl, was it? With Giants definitely won. I know they did. They won in 07 and 11, I believe. So that would, okay, against the Patriots. Yep. I don't know why. You know, some of these things are like, they're right there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And other ones you got to search like high and low for them. Yep. Pope Solo in the, in the World Cup. Okay. An M- uh, NBA. Had to be either a LeBron team or the that end of that Celtic with KG and Pierce and those guys. I'm trying to think. Could have been the could have been the Cavs. It's it's I'm I'm having a hard time finding them. All right, no biggie. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was the Giants. I know, like I said, the Cardinals beat the Rangers fourth four games of three. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care otherwise, you know. But yeah, it, this we were still plugging along. There wasn't all this other outrageous bullshit. No, no, none of the bullshit we're dealing with now. Definitely not. No, and uh, 
Yeah, if the hangover is still in the movie theaters at that point, the hangover too. Yeah, people aren't so offended just yet. I'm telling you, dude, I think you're going to find out it was a lot closer to 2015 than it was further. I honestly, if I'm going to pinpoint one one or two things that like kind of made this whole turn go, mm-hmm. do you remember the white lady who claimed, who was the head of the NAACP somewhere? And she said, well, I identify as black. Yes. That was the start of it. Because who the fuck ever heard of being identify, identifying as something? Yeah. When you're full-blown. Like, that'd be like you saying, you, know, you identify as a fucking Guatemalan. You've never been to Guatemala. Yeah. no, Your family isn't there. And the bathroom deal in North Carolina. Yep. I think that was the term. I think we're talking last five years. Yeah. I think I think it's the la- like around 2014, 15. Yep. Maybe 16, somewhere in there. Yeah, I definitely think we're definitely in that, in that range. And yeah. Then, and then people started to suck. Yeah, and then it just it just compiled on. But yeah, I mean, this was a fun episode, man, for oh, me. Oh, yeah, that was great. Had a little bit of everything in there. I really like that Ask the Outlaws segment. Uh, we're getting closer to 2011. Uh, we're still good. We still got American pride, and we're still good. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah, and then you're gonna talk, and we're gonna get into the, the the flag, the that piece of shit from the 49ers, and then that'll be it. That's it. That'll be the tie. That'll be right where all that kind of oh, yeah. It's it's not like it's one. It's like it all kind of ends. They all come together, and like I think like, I honestly feel like somebody let pulled back the curtain or or ripped open the fucking gate, and then now all of a and then in within a year. A bunch of shit happened. We were flooded with it. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? It, like, once you allow something so small, then you, what's coming next? That's why the 80s. Cocaine and boats. The era of cocaine and boats will always be. Y'all, uh, listen, hit up our store. Of- you hit up our Facebook page. The store's on there. Yeah. Uh, no cocaine and boats. I'm miserable about that. Write, write to uh, the guy that owns the store and tell him, yo, what the fuck? Because my words do nothing. My words do nothing. I'm, I'm completely aggravated with that scenario. Yeah. That that shirt should be out there. And since it's not, somebody else might jump on it and that'll piss me off. Yeah, for real. Because that's been seen nowhere else. And this fucking guy, how hard is it? That's what you do for a living. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm so frustrated, but, but needless that. to say, there's some cool Outlaw Blitz hats on there. Yep. We got some shirts, sweatshirts. Two of our funny sayings are on shirts there. One in uh, uh, homage to Winnie's Nut Hut. <laughs> we got that. I'd like to see Epic. that on boxers and a pair of uh, uh, bikini underwear for women. Epic. The Nut Hut. Yep. Uh, yeah, and we got some shirts ready for the next go, but we're going to have to find a new store. The... Um... Yeah, the 24 Cross Media, we have t-shirts, Yeah, hoodies, nice hats there. Nice hats. Yeah. Outlaw Blitz stuff. Uh, like, I, like G-Max said, a couple of the uh, funny moments we've made into shirts already, and there'll be more coming down the line. But And if you do t-shirts and you can do set up a store for us and do all that stuff. Reach out. Reach out to us, please, because we're looking. We got ideas. We yep. already got another five t-shirts in the, in the hold. Yep. Yep, but hit up, hit up the store as it is and... Every and you, we're running stuff. out of time. You got about a week to 
10 days left. Every purchase helps. Every purchase helps us get a little bit better, a little bit further. And get our it helps it helps get our our podcast out there. Right, our name, our logo, or whatever. Yeah. You never know what's next. Listen, somebody sees a pink lip, pink lip lagoon shirt, it's going to fucking draw attention. Yeah. And uh I kind of I I I I, I brokered a deal. I got to send a couple of them to a couple of uh college guys. Okay. So uh that's the idea that then they'll go for the second round of them. Yeah. So yeah, it should be cool. All right. Uh, you got anything else? No, nah, man. Fun show. Good week. Fun show. Enjoyable. It. Uh, we we did some jet misery. We did some cowboy celebrating. Uh, cowboy misery since them days, yeah. though. Answered some uh, some really good questions. Really good questions. Definitely uh, looking forward to do it again. A little bit serious, not as fun as funny, but yeah. we'll be back with some normal stuff next week. Yeah. To tear the roof off this bitch. All right. All right, you got it, buddy. All right, for G Mac and Winnie. And on behalf of 24 Cross Media, this has been the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. And as always, take it deep.